When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Don Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98 KUPD. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545 in the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Creepy Big Dick Toledo. Ready to go for the uh, the Friday, the day after the day of a comedy mess, and it was uh, actually not too bad. I talked to a, a, a lady last night who was like, I listened this morning, and she goes, a brilliant combination of train wreck and entertainment. She goes, you wait for the train wrecks, and then you're pleasantly surprised. I mean, it's the ultimate low bar we set with the comedy show that we do yesterday, and I, I got to thank all the comedians that come in, because nobody expects it to be any good. It's uh, easier to get through that than the... <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe because it's only one day. I don't know. <laughs> the complainers are still out, though. Oh, they're ah. going to complain. But they're... You know Chuck Bartell's an, a professional comedian. Right. Oh, have, good, you ever, right? have you ever heard? Yeah, good for him. Wouldn't we want that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good professional one. comedian. Yeah. And most of those bands that play in Playdio have been paid at one point or another. Half of their resume is all about the times they've been big national headline openers. So shut up. Maybe the factor that the controlled expectation early on, you go, you know what? Worst case scenario is it's just two minutes per person. Yeah. Why would why would a professional comedian who's making a living doing that enter this contest? He's not doing that well. Or he wouldn't have stood on a box with a hot spotlight or work light. So I'm not really putting too much credence in Chuck's incredible career. We appreciate it, though. Absolutely. You can tell the difference. Thank Christ he was here. He was great. So he's our winner, Chuck Bartell. He's, and then Jonathan Gerber, the second-place guy, was funny, too, and he got better as the day went on, and he was great in the hallway. And I, Yeah, I had a good time yesterday. So Tripp came back from his Seattle trip. We didn't know that. And stops Brady and I in the hall, and he goes, you guys are really going after big ratings with the Pladio and that thing back-to-back. I'm like, yeah, well, we guarantee train wreck ratings. We guarantee them. It's a holiday season. We're giving back. Yeah. 
It's a PSA, I think, somehow or another. Anyway, at least we're not sexually harassing everybody. Like, Congress is now, re- they're resigning in alphabetical order. Franken and Franks, they're all going out together. And uh, I like that Al Franken quit yesterday because of, uh, you know, the pressures to basically tell the Trumps to the Republicans, like, this is what you do when you get caught. This is how you act. You act like an adult. and you're So the Republicans one-upped him by sending Trent Franks packing before anybody even knew what he did. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's coming out. Uh, I quit. What? You'll see. You'll see why in a few days, but this is not good. I can't defend it. I'm tired. I'm I'm tired of it, and I'm not dealing with it. Uh, I'm not going to do my job. And I had no idea to this minute until this morning what the guy did. And it it seems okay. It doesn't seem terrible. And uh, I mean, it's not good, but it doesn't seem too terrible. But he quit because he's like, I'm not even dealing with this. This is going to be a nightmare. I'm not doing it. I'm not putting my family through it or anything else. And that goes to show you whenever a politician puts his family on the poster – they won't stand in the fire because they warned you during the election, if this gets hot, I'm not taking these people through it. Only the good times and only the, the ridicule I feel I deserve. But if I do anything stupid, I'm getting out. <laughs> only elect single swinging dicks. Have we not learned our lesson? They can't get in too much trouble by comparison to a married uh, guy. Well, they can't. Know. They can get in sexual harassment trouble, but it doesn't bleed back to the house. And like, oh, my God, he's got a fit. It makes you ten times it worse when you've got you a It doesn't make you look family. like a hypocrite. Right. You're not a horrible human being who, who you know, went to Olin Mills and got the big family portrait for your political ad. And then you're out, you know, slinging baby water on some secretary. And then you come back and go, I don't, what, what are you, what's everybody mad about? you got a family. Occasional it's ten times scorn worse. lover. No big deal. You can actually, yeah, yeah. And he's supposed to date, so it's okay. So, are yeah. there any single people in the <laughs> Senate or they, the House? They need to. It's like, it needs to be like the priesthood they, that nobody can have a family or a wife at all. They just need to be 100 percent focused. A vow of celibacy. A vow of celibacy. No, they can still bang. We need them <laughs> yeah. loose because they'll yeah, do dumb. You can't do that. Look what happened with the Catholics when we did right. that. Yeah, yeah. That, they started uh, humping kids. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. care one way or the other. I wish there were more single. Yeah, people. Single involved. dudes, fully focused on making this happen. You give them eight or nine years, and then you get them out of there, and you start over. But, yeah, it's just – it's the family thing's brutal. This Trent Franks guy was hilarious yesterday. Yeah, well, I know I've said a lot of crazy stuff, but uh, I quit. Why, Trent? Sexual allegations are coming my way. Really? <laughs> they were looking into me, so uh, I'm just going to get out she of here. She hasn't even said yet, but she's going to someday, I know, and I'm not dealing with it. I like I that. I don't know. Maybe the problem is is they, they all are single, really. They have the wife and family just to get there. Just for the picture. Yeah, that could be. Maybe. I liked in the, his letter, too, he said called them female subordinates. Right. Underneath <laughs> him. Yeah. Broads that were, you know, subordinate. That's a nice little shot on the way There's, out. There were two female subordinates. Yeah. I'm just like, man, I don't know why that just sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, to me. yeah. Sound bad. Female chicks lesser, chicks lesser than are going to come forward against me, the head honcho. And I ain't dealing with it. It's great. So that happened. I hung out with a, you know, went to my uh, my buddy uh, Fred's 90th birthday party last night, and uh, you know there was a smattering of age groups in the in the deal. And of course, it comes up with a couple of people. I talked to a lady named D. Uh, she's an older woman, not incredibly older, but older. And uh, and all the older generation people are like, you can't do this. The women especially. I asked uh, Dee, I said, what did you do? She works for, uh, uh, I forget what she does now, but she used to be an executive secretary. And I'm like, oh, like Mad Men. And she goes, exactly like Mad Men. And I'm like, no kidding. And, and I said, what do you think all the that's going on with you? And you dealt with it while you were a 60s secretary. And she goes, you can't go back and tell a man that times are different now, so times are different then. And I'm like, that's beautiful, Dee. I think that's a beautiful thing. She goes, we were allowed to work. That was step one. 
We can't be mad how they treated us then today. You can talk about it as like, wow, it used to be a different time, ladies. It's certainly, we've come a long way. We set, we were the trailblazers. We moved the cheese. We moved it for you. Yeah, but it was like, you know, we had to tolerate quite a bit. She said, now I can't go back. I had bosses that were not, you know, but that was what men were allowed to do back then. You can't be mad at today. And she said, and that goes retroactive to all the way up to recent. She said, you can't go back too far to a guy who did something to you. And I'm like, wow. And all these old people were kind of like, just get over it. Like, you know, a 90-year-old man's like, it's not fair. It's never been fair. He said, you can go back in history to every single thing and say, man, that sucked for that person. But today we've hopefully done a little better. And that's like, you know, if it happens today, you're like, no, that's not the way we do it now. But you can't go get guys for that. That's why statute of limitations. I'm like, wow, these old people have it figured out. And then one of them said, the thing we need to all do, and all old people talk about who have their wits about them, are they wish they didn't bitch so much when they were younger and they had more sex. Every one of them I've talked to is like, you know, if you just find the one you love, make love, don't fight. Like, no kidding. It's that, that's just quit arguing about the stupid stuff. You're going to regret it when you're my age. You'll think back and go, remember that time we didn't talk for two weeks because of the garbage disposal? Yeah. And just ignore that stuff and bang each other. And that's the message from the elderly that I hung out with last night. Get that D wetter than wet as often as possible, says the greatest generation. That's beautiful. They're amazing people. And all of them at that table went through a time where they wouldn't talk to or hire black people. But I can't get mad at them for it today. They've advanced. They grew. But they're not going to do it now. If they do it now, they're bad. But they, you can't get mad at them for what was going on then. That's how they were presented their world. Oh, they're all up in arms about it. It's hilarious. But they do think the guys are pigs. because, And that's the other thing I noticed, that the older women were like, men are pigs. They're always going to be pigs. They always have been. Yeah, yeah. They've always do, been well, pigs, yeah. Then certain men will go farther than others. Exactly. And But that that – Shouldn't surprise us is basically what Dee was saying. She's like, men are pigs, and they're always going to be pigs. And you find the one that treats you with respect and recognize that the majority of them are pigs. Yeah. And when you're dating, you find that out. Exactly. Exactly. Man, hanging out with old people's fun. Drinking, guzzling on a Thursday. Getting life figured out by the elderly. It was pretty fun. Good times. And you kind of feel like, man, they've got a lot of it figured out. There was one moment when Fred... Who's got his wits about him, but it did get way past his bedtime as we were out partying. Uh, he gave a, a little uh, toast, a little speech about you know, his 90th birthday to the to the gathered crowd. It was really nice, a lovely speech. You know, you go through life, you have birthdays, and you have good birthdays, and you have bad birthdays. You have tough times, you have uh, great times. You try to do this, this, and this. Like, wow, what a great – and he didn't – it was just off the cuff. And you're like, wow, Fred, great job. Happy birthday, Fred. And Fred, everybody, Fred, raise a glass. Fred, yay. Have a drink. About 20 minutes later, Fred goes, ting, 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 ting on his glass. He goes, there's something I want to say. You know, you have birthdays. Sometimes you have good birthdays. Sometimes like, wait a minute, is, this, is Fred doing his toast again? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so he we forgot. Hey, Fred, Fred, we've heard this once. <laughs> All right. Good job. Freddy. Freddy boy. Happy birthday again, Freddy. 15 minutes later. You know, the see you next year. Ting, 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 ting. You know, you have birthdays. Sometimes good, but Fred, doing the toast hat trick. Yeah, it was interesting to, to talk to that group of people that is basically told on a regular basis they don't matter by the news and by, you know, everybody that says, oh, you're old-fashioned or, oh, you're behind the times and whatever. And you learn a lot from the elderly uh, if you listen. And if you listen, they'll tell you more than once because they forget they told you the first time. So you'll hear it over and over. But you'll hear a, 
a solid, consistent message over and over. That's for darn sure. And it's basically like, quit dwelling on the past is what I kind of grasped from the chats I had last night. And get more drinks. Drink more, you know, and and quit dwelling on all the garbage and bang each other. Man, I mean, can you beat that? Can you beat that? Sounds good to us. Every man in that room I was in last night with over the age of 60 uh, basically has sexually harassed somebody pretty violently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Violently. And, and aggressively. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, by and today's standards. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. By, by you're fired if you don't blow me kind he, of thing. He pinned me up against the yeah, wall. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That I'm guaranteeing it. No way. I'm guaranteeing it. Every one of them has had a moment with somebody that, uh, yeah, I don't want a woman working for me anyway, so you better start dressing a little sluttier. That kind of thing happened in every one of those old men. Every one of them. Because that's, that's the world they lived in. It's great. It's a great world. We can't have that world anymore. I don't know if it's a great world. It would have been a great world. Don't, don't get all Captain Sabaho now. If that was the world today, we'd be celebrating it. Come on. As men. I, I would I would hope you could understand where the women are coming from. Completely. Like but can you understand where the men are coming from? That that would have been pretty awesome to have for, that yeah, much power. It's yeah. good for the guy, I guess. To be unquestioned sexually. Stop it. Now, is it right? No. Is it great? Yes. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. <laughs> Do you know how I know it's great? Every porn starts with... I don't know why I took your money, but we can make it okay. Oh yeah, they they give sex up you as a, to a yeah man. you submit to a man. Well, That's they what do it the other way is. too. Yeah, I know, but all porn for the most part is some teen gets railed by dude when he catches her blank or what. I was like, all right, this is submission to a man. There's it's, plenty of uh, guys on all fours uh, with a dog I leash. Don't watch any there. of that? That's uh, fetish stuff. You're into weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's never been a... The ball stomping chick. That's still not common. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about common porn, not your weird life's never going to happen this way porn. (laughs) Dexter wants us to know that it's now happening to dead people because uh, Walter Payton apparently was accused yesterday of inappropriate touching. Well, that's already been known. Yeah, yeah, he he was... was uh, But again, like the old people said... He was sweetness. I'm, I'm coming to this kind of revelation that it's coming back to the idea of... Always do it in threes. If you bang a girl and you're a, a celebrity or you're a football player or whatever, they're going to get emotional sometimes and think that this meant something to them. This was We may have a relationship. I may have just landed Walter Payton. And when Walter goes back to his wife and ignores her, ignores the girl well, they banged, separated for a while. I know, but that's what wife. I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. If he banged you and you're like, oh, he's separated – He's come to me. This means something. And then all of a sudden, he ditches the second lady, goes back to his wife, doesn't really even tell her why, just kind of leaves her in the dust and becomes a dick. Suddenly, her mind's like, what was that? Because yeah. it, it wasn't – he didn't care. I think he just used me. This And I did a lot for him. I was working for him at the time. Suddenly, you're like, my God, this is, this is sexual harassment or this is assault or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's – you can't do that to people. That's just that's bad. What sucks for old sweetness there is they they even have an award named after him, the yeah. Walter yeah. Pat- Payton Man of the Year, year. Man of award. The year award. And yeah. uh, I mean, he that's did a going away. ton of charity work, and yeah. like that, that's yeah. 
he was he was a good guy. It's just was he as far as the women went, or did he just have everybody good PR? knew about that, or did he? Yeah, or did he just sell it real? Maybe real, he like, did. Matt Lauer. Maybe he did. Matt Lauer was a good guy. Did a ton of charity work. No, I no, hear you. Nobody's going to call him a nice guy now. It's a it's a lot to live up to when they give you an award like that. To, yeah, if I'm that guy, it out every year. I, I don't think I've got too many skeletons coming back at me. But if somebody says we want to name a man of the year award after you, John, I'm like, nah, there's too many opportunities for me to screw that up. I don't think I like that. I think it's just uh, how about the uh, John Holberg endorsed man of the year? Not necessarily naming it after me, but something like I really I, I'll have final vote until you inevitably hate me because inevitably you're going to hate me. It's going to happen. So, what about like a field? You know, a playground field or a baseball field. No, I don't field. like things named after me like that. I don't. You, know, you put your name on too many things, and then when it's all bad, they start showing the field on the news with kids and on it. Gets, and, you yeah. had a couple years worth. Right, right. right. You get, yeah, you get that one they, field. They need to move on. It's no good, no good. But that's the that would be my advice after talking to these old people and everything else uh, and kind of just kind of grasping everything, trying to put it all in little boxes to men that the days of the one-night stand, and this hurts to say, have to end because – you have to at least bang them three times to let them know you care. And always break up with everyone, just in case. The days of the casual bang and then I never called her again have to end because if you have any position of power or anything to lose, there's a good chance she's going to think that there was something there those times you were banging. So always let – Derek Jeter is our – now that's the man of the year. Mm-hmm. Derek Jeter used to – and it was the best move ever. I talked about this with Drew, my uh, – uh, physical therapist guy yesterday where Derek Jeter used to, you know, of course, everybody knows he'd bang many, many, many girls. And then at the end of it, when he was done with them, he'd hand them an, a gift basket. And Drew pointed out, he goes, and the gift basket was, I'm an asshole. Here's an autographed copy of my book. Here's a jersey you're going to love of mine. Here's a couple of pictures of me, some things of me. So we were saying, how do you know somebody doesn't care about you? And the girl would that. leave going, what an asshole. I want nothing to do with him forever. And she's got all, and but I'm going to sell all this on eBay and make a pretty decent amount in the Hall of Fame and stuff. And and he would make them find not, out where you stand. He would not. He'd make them not want to call back. He'd make them realize a this is over and b you don't want anything to do with me. I'm all about Derek. Here's you a control gift the expectations. It was the whole phenomenal. Time. So give them a little. Give them a little taste of you. An autographed eight by ten glossy of you as you break up, and the girls would be like, ugh, what an asshole. So I just don't, I just really want to leave on good terms and give you a gift and say, this is it. And I want you to remember me forever by this. I'm not going to remember you. And then they'll try to forget you when it's over. But no more one-nighters, no more bangs in, uh, in, you know, closets at work. You've got to talk to them after. There's no, I know that feeling when it all comes out and you want to leave is pretty strong when you missed, when you got the wrong one in front of you. But, uh, he also had to, uh, more than once. Had to set the table pretty good, not not being the. I mean, he had to not been the aggressor. But the point being, he treated hey, them. Hey, like, I guarantee you, Brady. Time. You want to keep it going? A lot of these girls thought Derek Jeter is in love with me, and this is going to be a thing. And when Derek gave him that gift basket and said, "This is not a thing. Here's your parting gifts: a whole bunch of me." They hated him, and not in a retribution sort of way. They hated him and like, oh, we were breaking up with this was a relationship. Maybe it became that they're so competitive that yeah. they wanted, you know, I it, didn't get the gift basket. It, they all got one. another one. It confirms it was a relationship. Well, the gift it basket was the it. final. Right, because it confirms well, the, it was a relationship. If you give someone a gift basket and say, this is over, I want you to hear, you've confirmed what had happened as a failed relationship. She can't turn it around on you. That's what I, I mean. What I'm saying is maybe in the lady network, it's like, I didn't get a gift basket for three months. 
You ran that long well, with yeah, Jeter? It, it, yeah, because it's an end date. It's an expiration on your relationship. Yeah. He points out to them as they're leaving. It didn't work. I got it, mine in 12 hours. But it was a relationship. And some girls probably got it pretty fast. This meant a lot to me tonight, but I don't think it's going to work. Oh. He, did, he treated him like a like the person that came in second on Wheel of Fortune when Pat goes over and goes, well, you got $7,000. That wasn't enough to get us over the top tonight, but you got a trip to Puerto Rico, and I think that's going to be fun. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Pat. I had a great time. Nobody ever goes, Pat, I got robbed on that one bankrupt thing. Nope, they just leave recognizing Pat's pointed out all the flaws in their, their try, and it's not number one. So the days of the one-night stand are over. That's what I'm learning from 2017. Good for you. And gift baskets, gentlemen. Gift baskets that make it so they don't like you even more. Autograph pictures of yourself. Maybe even a couple of pictures of you as a kid. Here's me. I was an adorable child here. <laughs> Why are you giving me this? I just want you to remember me. What <laughs> for? Because this was a relationship, and I, and it's ending. It was never a relationship. This was just sex. Okay. Bye now. She's not coming back. We're good. She's not going to call the police or anything like that. If I become famous someday, she's not going to tell this story. She might tell a story about the basket, but that's okay. John, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's right for people to want sex to give someone a job. True. But what I don't understand why is why people just can't say no to, hey, I'm not sucking anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they do. They're, no, they don't. Some no, people don't. Louis C.K. stood in front of a door well, and said, you're watching me then. Some don't. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot do. Yeah. But, it, again. There's where the bad culprits are. To be a complete realist, if I had the power of hiring and firing, and it was 1960, and Joan from Mad Men came into my office and said, I'm willing to do anything for this job. Anything? You'd push, you'd push the boundary. You would definitely do the Roger Sterling That's and start hammering says, Joan. John, listening to you now, I know why my mom made my dad have an ugly lesbian for a secretary. Right. It all bang. makes sense. Yeah. She knew my dad would have been boning hey, some. Let me tell this guy something. The reason your mom had the lesbian ugly secretary as a must is because the one before that your dad was pushing was up hot. against the wall yep. almost ruined their relationship. Yeah. It was also a time when women couldn't leave that fast. It so was they, prevalent in our society. I mean, oh, my mom even awful. told me a story out of the blue because we were watching this whole thing and she's like, a, one of her bosses came up and started giving her a massage in right. her cubicle. Nice. Like, you, you shouldn't be doing that no. stuff. You know, she turned no. around and said, what the hell are you what doing? Get doing? away from me. I'm rubbing your shoulders, and I'm going to move down to your jugs in a second. And he did it a second time, yeah. and then she's like, F you, yeah. I'm going to HR. Well, I don't like needs, being touched. He needs confirmation. Yeah. Maybe she was in a bad mood that day. She yeah. looks tense. <laughs> you know, it's just she, shocking. Like, she blew it. That guy was loaded. Yeah. <laughs> and that sometimes, nice. ladies, sometimes, ladies, you did blow it. That guy was loaded. There's an easy street to this, too. You don't have to. You don't have any morals or, you know, any... Brain power, but still, I, I bet would, we could go to that. all of our parents and every ask them one of them. They'd probably got a story. Every one of them. That's why I'm saying that table I was at last night. Every single one of them was guilty of sexual assault in their lifetimes. All of them, by today's standards. What they were doing back then, totally normal. So you can't get too retroactive. But I do like Trent. Fred, Frank's dear approach. old Fred, do you think? Dear old Fred, still does it. <laughs> I love Fred. You saw the picture of him and Megan. His hand was on her ass. He didn't even know he was doing it. Torp. Torp does it in front of us <laughs> to my wife. You're telling me it isn't sexual it's harassment? Accidental. To say no, it isn't. To say goodbye to Megan. Oh, bye there. See you. See you, John. It's been great seeing you again. And then Megan's still saying, "You know what? I need to get another hug from her. A tight one this time." <laughs> Come on, that's sexual harassment by today's standards. But it's adorable because he's a non-threat. Megan could kick his ass, break every bone in his body. But he wanted to feel cans up against his body that he'd never felt before. 
And when he felt him the first hug, he just felt like, you know what, I wasn't thinking about the cans enough. I'm going to go back and when think. When you get to that age, you don't care. It doesn't matter anymore. Everything's out the window. That's right, because you've been told you're irrelevant, you don't matter. Do whatever you want at that point. I'm just a dumb old man. <laughs> I don't understand oh, your sorry. modern times. Of course. Sexually harassed yeah. like crazy. He could get out of it real easy. Really? I didn't even know. Total accident. I'm covered in ants. Oh, it's the dementia. It's the dementia. He thinks he's covered in ants. He's no so cute, though. He just a cute old Our man. Guy. You're mean to be mean to him. He didn't mean it. Sorry I grabbed your cans, ma'am. <laughs> I'm covered in ants, you see. He thinks he's covered in ants. That ant thing's going over gangbusters. You think we're, we're going to try that stuff when we get older? Oh, yeah. Hell yes. We'll do the Hunter S. Thompson, though. We'll just pull out backcountry. Hey, we're going through backcountry. <laughs> and do backcountry. <laughs> Oh, he's got the dementia. He can't help it. He <laughs> yeah. grabs your cans. And they sit around in their bridge meetings, all 90-year-olds, just going, I grabbed this 30-year-old girl's cans. I'm telling you what, boys. It's better than I remember, that's for sure. I've been with the same woman for yeah. 50 years. Did she fight you off there, Trump? And she started to, and then I told her I was covered in ants, because Swede told me that's what he used, and it works like gangbusters. They started to feel sorry for me, and then she pressed her cans up against me again. They all it's do a it. pinky Shriner move. Your dad did it. Everybody did it. The, our our dads did it. It happened. Hanging out with old people. Make it right today, but it, we can't go back and get mad at them. And Walter Payton is in the grave. So you showed him. Let's not destroy. If we want to destroy everybody, you know, all our heroes are assholes. If you want to dig up everybody and say this guy did the, we wouldn't have a Mount Rushmore would we, come down. we got to take a lot of statues yeah. and monuments yeah, all down. All of it. All of it. All of it comes down. The, all the greats of the history, it all comes down. So let's not get too retroactive and start looking forward. Well, do you put them back up like Paterno? No, you can't do that. I mean, once you've torn them down, that's their legacy now. But you leave them up and you stop digging. We know deep down there's dirty secrets of all of it. Let's just focus on the good stuff and say, nigga, nigga. We know people are people. It was a different time. Let's just, I guess we're now in the first aren't transition. They, aren't they pushing at Penn State to try to get Paterno's yes, some weirdos, back? but they can't do they, it. They've been they, doing they, that they since they brought it down. I think this is the first time in history, and this is because information moves so fast, that, you know, we are actually living in a time where we can look back and say uh, it was a different time, and it wasn't that long ago because everything moves faster. It used to be you'd say it was a different time. It's when everybody was dead. Now it's everybody from age 20 to 45 can now look back at when they were 20 and go, it was a different time. You used to be able to do that then now. You can't. We're a terrible, terrible species. Let's just embrace that. Do like Fred said. Just bang more and quit arguing. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. Kick off this glorious day. It's Friday for crying out loud, and it's cold outside. It feels good. Uh, give it to us. 260-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Oh, my gosh. Shut the front door. Yeah.